This is Zan, and you are listening to the Fish and Chips with the Traveling Bar podcast. I want you to kick back, relax, and enjoy your time here. Last take. All right, what's going on, guys? Zan is back here with another episode of Fish and Chips with the Traveling Bard, and this week's guest is a buddy, you know, I've known for a couple of years, and I've actually had the opportunity to be on his podcast before, so I want to give a shout-out to my friend Santiago here. I'm going to let him introduce himself and kind of, you know, his background a little bit and uh, where you can find him. What's going on, man? Yeah. Uh, one, thank you so much Absolutely. for having me. Uh, Absolutely. The... Yeah, the hard part of saying all of the things that I do is that it, like, takes so long to do. So I have my, like, tagline, which is composer, podcaster, producer, songwriter, performer. That's uh, facts, man. Yeah, <laughs> just keep adding on to the resume, right? Just, sure, I mean, sure. Just, it's, it's facts. <laughs> and so it's it's really long, and each one of those I, I take great value of course. in. Um, and sometimes there needs to be more words to explain the things. But, yeah, uh, first and foremost— I'm a composer. Mm. I make music and have it play back in some other way. <laughs> That's so, awesome, man. That's so really awesome. If you put notes in MIDI in a DAW, mm-hmm. you are a composer. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You in know? some ways, you're also a producer, mm-hmm. uh, but that's also kind of a different thing that's one thing that i learned and it was pretty cool like production doesn't have to be able to sit behind a computer and be able to generate it production is really just how can i arrange these sounds Mm -hmm. to sound the best together how can i make the dynamics pop in something so engineering production composer they're similar but they're different in their own rights Yeah. yeah and i think so yeah composer uh even more so in the thought that like Yes, I make music and I can make it to where other musicians can play that music back. Absolutely. So uh, sure. I have a master's degree in music composition. Absolutely. So I had to do a lot of work in uh, making sure that all of the notes for each part is in the right place and making it look right so that the musicians are doing the thing the best way in the way that I intend. And Absolutely. so like that's, that's a huge See, that's how part I of see composers. Thing. Like I see maestros and, you know, their tuxedos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I hold the title of composer to a very different standard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like your Hans Zimmers and, you know, just, just Beethoven's and Bach's and just, you mm-hmm. know, just these incredible scores and pieces that they're able to write. Um, that's how I see a composer, but like definitely with the modern day of music, Mm -hmm. it's definitely, I feel like has been misused at the, at the point (laughs) where it doesn't hold the same value as it should. I feel on that. What do you feel about that? I don't know. I think that like, I I actually sort of separate that into like, if you consider yourself a composer, like sure. Uh, at some point. If you want other people to play the thing that you made or contribute to the thing that you made, you have to find a way of communicating that to them. Absolutely. So that they can play it back in a way that you're satisfied with. And that's like that's Mm -hmm. part arranging. That's part, uh, again, this word producer, which is like, you know, getting people in a room and getting them to do the thing that you want them to and making sure that every part – of fits. this whole idea it is contributing fits. to exactly. the greater exactly. idea. Um, and so, yeah, so I'll, I'll at least condense it into like, so composer, I make music and have it played in some way. Then 
uh, what's the next one? Podcaster? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have a podcast called Bit Depth. Mm-hmm. I've had it for over seven years. I have over 300 episodes. Uh, you've been That's incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I remember us just kind of talking about this a little bit and um, bonding over a band like, you know, the band Everything Everything. Mm-hmm. I shouted them out for the uh, first episode with Wardell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I was truly like I found their music like it made me feel something that music has never made me feel before. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so weird. Like, I don't know how to find the words to describe the connection that I have. So, you know, um, we had a mutual connection through a friend and they're like, hey, you know, I think you definitely should reach out to Santiago. Like, you seem like you guys have some talking points and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So, and you showed me the vinyl. I can't remember which album it was. but uh, uh, That one's a fever dream that I have signed. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's awesome, bro. But yeah, I got to see them. Um, this last November for my birthday, and it was incredible. Like, yeah. it's so incredible. Like, there are fans coming in from all over the country, like mm-hmm. traveling 15, 20 miles an hour. Oh, it's a good hour. 20 mm-hmm. miles, um, 20, uh, 20 hours to get to Denver mm-hmm. um, to be able to see them. But it was just awesome in the experience and just being able to see them live. Like, it was, it made me, made me feel something yeah. um, with music. So I thought that was really just, it was dope. Like, that's very cool. So, like, whenever, you know, Jazz let me know that you were part of this, I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I yeah. definitely need to get him on a, on, on my podcast um, cause you're, you're a very interesting dude. So I know before we were rolling, kind of want to kind of <laughs> jump back into that, that topic sure, sure. because we were having a great conversation. We were kind of talking about, you know, the veil behind the actual, you know, music and the numbers and the streams mm-hmm. and kind of what has been shown to be real, but it's really not at the end of the day. Um, and how that's kind of changed the artistry and, the ability to be recognized based off of talent and not because I know how to cheat a system. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, man, just jump back. Let's uh, let's talk about that. So okay. what do you feel as, like I said, you are you have your master's degree mm-hmm. um, in music and uh, composition and you're, you take this seriously. This is something you mm-hmm. take seriously. So what do you feel about this new wave of anybody can be a musician, anybody can be a rapper? How do you feel about that? Um, I'm actually... I try not to be an elitist as much as possible. So like the the I do think anyone can be a musician, anyone can be a rapper. Um and then the skill is in how you do that, how you're communicating this message or this thing that you're trying to like this goes and I'm incapable of like getting into a thing without prefacing all the millions of things before it absolutely uh, because i'm all about deep shit yeah so uh music is communication yes it, we're trying to communicate something within ourselves telling a story or, or telling something a story. that i can connect with with anybody this is something that i've gone through how do i put this in a poem form that i can yeah. make, you know or a poem or in a instrumental piece something or in a whatever express thing express these emotions that yeah. i'm feeling and put it on and being able to convey it where other people feel that when they hear it Yes. And so there are ways of doing that effectively. There are ways of doing that less effectively. And that skill comes in is that you are able to get that message across maybe in a unique way, maybe in a way that everyone who listens to it like completely understands like Mm -hmm. this is absolutely what it is or in a way that like touches something Something more abstract. Yeah, unfathomable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is kind of where, like, I'm not trying to be an 
elitist in the way that like, no, because you're bad at communicating, you can't do music. No, like do music as much as you can, Mm -hmm. but also acknowledge the fact that like, you're probably not going to be very good at it right away. Um, But that's the thing that I I feel like social media is kind of portrayed is that I can wake up overnight and become an overnight success. And mm-hmm. even when I started my career, I was humbled with my first song. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this X, Y, and Z. But then once you're really in something and you start doing the reps, you start to uncover more and more and more mm-hmm. and more. Like, wow, I didn't realize how much I was ignorant to mm-hmm. before I started doing this. I And I feel like that's a big crossroads with a lot of musicians is they're either going to stick with it and like, understand like this is the mission. Like mm-hmm. I understand it's going to be a life. It's a lifetime thing mm-hmm. until you decide to quit it, or I'm going to walk away from this now and mm-hmm. just you know count my losses. Sure. Um. So that's how I honestly see just the separation. Um. And like I respect anybody that's stuck with it for you know more than two years, like mm-hmm. three years and four years, and the more years that you put into it, mm-hmm. at a certain point, I'm like I'm committed at this point. Like yeah. I got to keep. I'm like it is what it is. <laughs> I've spent enough of my life. Yeah. I'm like I I've sat down. I'm like and it's humbling. Mm-hmm. Um. It's and and I feel like I needed that because I was very arrogant, you know, and I felt like some of that crossed over from, you know, me doing my drag king days when the first time I stepped on stage, I I had a fan base and I kept building my fan base. You know, I'm, I have very good stage presence. And, you know, I did drag for about seven years here in Oklahoma City. So um, I have a lot of experience with that. I've always been used to people just, you know, being fans of me. So that absolutely inflated my ego to a point where like, okay, bet I'm going to go ahead and do this music. And then I get humbled. Um, and I stay humbled. Like I say, I'm like, let me just do this because I want to do this. And I have to tell myself that every time I sit down and produce something or like, bro, like this can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. Like stop trying to make something fit somewhere. Do whatever you want. Just put something down and just keep adding stuff to it. Just, yeah. With no bias, no judgment, nothing. Like, just keep doing it. And I realize that's really the secret is just keep doing it and you're going to get better. Like, so I feel like you have those people that are going to put that time in to do it or you're going to have those individuals that are going to walk away because they don't want to do it. Sure. And even the people that, like, aren't putting the time in but are still, like, kind of doing it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just, like, you know, put some words together here and there and then like grab a beat and Mm -hmm. then uh throw out a track like that is something Mm -hmm. uh but like what you're doing doesn't if it doesn't mean much to you then what's it what's the point uh (laughs) exactly like why are you wasting your time and then yeah so like i think that our culture greatly values the way that, you know, like fame makes people feel, the way that, you know, watching someone famous or watching someone look confident on stage or something, it makes them feel a certain way. Uh, But like the thing is like, it's all, it's all being exposed as fraud. Like it's mm -hmm. not real. So much of this is just manipulated to make you feel that you're not capable of doing X, Y, and Z or making you feel that, hey, you can do this overnight and look at this. This person blew up overnight. Nobody blows up overnight. Somebody mm-hmm. blew up after like five, 10 years. Like nobody blows up overnight. And that's such a, I feel like a, that instant gratification culture that's kind of been ingrained in people is a reason that people, mm-hmm. you know, don't stick with things and, you know, hey, realize this is my first day doing this. 
Yeah. I need to be kinder to myself. Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing this for 10, 15 years. I have to realize that every day that I put into this craft, I'm a day better than I was yesterday. And then you start to just evolve. If you just go in with 1% mentality, of it's going to be 1% better. Every time I put something out, be proud of yourself. Yeah. And that's something that I've had I've had to do with myself because I'm so hard on myself. Um, but I have to remember, like, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment with your music. So I feel like if people and musicians and art artistry or really any skill set of any kind— don't give up because you don't know everything. Like, you're never going to know it, everything. But every day that you put time into your craft, you're going to get a day better. And then mm -hmm. you're going to look back. It's been 100, 200, 300, 400 days. Yeah. But you improve. Yeah. And so we can see the ways in which, like, looking at uh, child stars, for example. Yeah. That they jump into it and whatever it might have been that, like, their parents uh, – pressured them into it or, mm -hmm. like, threw a whole bunch of money so that they could, like, be popular or yeah. whatever. Or the phenomenon that happens nowadays with social media, like, you get a, a viral TikTok and suddenly you you have a whole bunch of eyes on you. Mm -hmm. Eyeballs are kind of the currency exactly. of social media yes. in this day and age. And so, like, the the distortion happens where it's, like, People are seeing my stuff and they're telling me that they like it. It must be good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but like, like that doesn't necessarily like you, you cast a wide enough net and you're going to like catch people that like your stuff no Absolutely. matter what. And also on the downside of that, you're also going to get people that don't like your stuff. You're yes. going to be very vocal about mm -hmm. not liking your stuff. And that, that can be, you very, have to get a thick skin. If you're going to yes. be in the music game, you just have to, not everybody's going to be a fan of yours and just realize that. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like no one gets famous, quote unquote, unintentionally. Like you have to actually like yeah. put your stuff out there in order to. It, no one trips into yeah, yeah. no superstardom. It yeah. doesn't happen. So like I, I've sort of said this a lot, but like the best guitarist in the world is probably some – 58-year-old Chinese guitarist <laughs> that he's, like, a farmer and he, like, plays his records back and then, like, shreds the shit yeah. out of it and, like, no one's ever going to hear it. And, like... That's wild. I've never thought about <laughs> you that know, like, before. Yeah, that's, that's Whatever wild. conceptual, like, <laughs> That's best, crazy. Whatever... What is best? Yeah, yeah. And so... What is good? And so then, like... You know, maybe some record executive might be like, how do I get that? Mm -hmm. And it's like, but that's not real. Nobody, uh, record executives aren't looking for that. Yeah. They're looking for what looks like the best. Exactly. Who can I make money off of? Right. Who and is controversial enough or pretty <laughs> enough or whatever? Who can I make the most money out of? Yeah. And then the other part is that, like, the the artists themselves. Yeah. Uh, are capable of, like, if you are able to sell confidence in such a way, even if your music isn't, like, quote-unquote, that good, whatever good means, mm -hmm. like, if you're able to sell confidence, it doesn't really even have to do anything with the music itself as long as... You believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, again, if you reach enough people there's going to be people that like it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like 
Yeah, there's definitely songs that we hear on the radio and we're like, oh, this? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, like people are saying they like this. Like people. Like really? Right, but you like beat enough people over the head with a thing and they're just going to I guess like find the things like in it, it that they like it. Yeah, yeah, like I guess I like how these drums are or, you know, because the radio's telling me that people like it. Right. It's a but, social, it's a social, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy. Um, but, but like people paid enough money to have that Absolutely. play on the radio you can, enough you times. Can pay. Yeah. You can pay. If you have a stockade, unlimited, uh, a limitless amount of money that you can just throw at getting streams, getting exposure, getting magazine covers, getting, you know, played on here, you know, some DJs and a, a network that are going to spin your music. You can get enough eyes on your stuff and you mm-hmm. know the right people. You can blow up overnight, quote unquote. Yes. And, and then it's how you use that mm-hmm. and like it's all it's all a game it is but it's like yeah so uh i don't know who was it doja cat or something like that like th- there's an amount of money that like she paid to have a number one hit uh That's, or maybe it was yeah. megan the stallion I don't, I don't remember it was one of the and like i'm sorry for no <laughs> my, you're fine my ignorance no. on but that no, genre I've, I've heard that like, a lot yeah, recently. Yeah. like i've been hearing a lot about that recently where people are starting to really just peel back the layers of the music industry mm-hmm. and realize, like, wow, this is this is kind of a dark industry mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, and the more that you peel back those layers, the more you're gonna realize, like, wow, this has all been kind of just a facade. Like it's a picture that's been painted to give the illusion of success, but in the background, these artists are broke. Mm-hmm. In the background, these artists don't own any of their masters, any of their, mm-hmm. you know, their their songwriting. They don't own anything mm-hmm. because they sold away their rights to this record label because they didn't understand a contract. Sure. Or the artist doesn't care anything about whatever it is that they're producing. Mm-hmm. The artist doesn't, like, whatever message that is in this music that you're resonating with, the artist doesn't actually care anything about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rihanna doesn't write any songs. Uh, and she, like... Has really good music. Yes, she does. Like, <laughs> but, like she doesn't write any of those songs. And like, what does that mean to her as an artist? What, but like, Rihanna doesn't have to write songs if she's a really good singer. If she, she has charisma. Looks, if she looks yep. a certain way. If she dances a certain if she way. Sell certain numbers. And she like then she has fashion. She has all these different areas where she can pull she's revenue a billionaire from now like yeah. she's a billionaire she doesn't have to do that if she doesn't want to at this right point, and know? so uh the the rest of it comes from like how are how else are you going to play that game what is your thing as where an do artist you want to be what level do you mm-hmm. want to be seen at in a sense well yeah but like what what's going to be your thing and the like thing- a gimmick Sure, you could call it that, and but everyone's unique. Yeah, and we have to like if you yeah. want to make a living off of music, you have to make money off of the thing that you're doing. Yeah, and there are ways to make money off of the thing that you're doing, and there are ways that you won't make money off mm-hmm. of the thing that you're doing. And so, if you think you're going to make a living off of streaming, sorry. That's just not going to happen. No. If you think you're going to make a living off of touring, that's difficult, but like you can do it. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, <laughs> it's possible. And then, but the, it's a rough life. Right. But then the rest of it, it's like, okay, if you have streaming, if you have uh, merch, if you have touring, if you have licensing, if you have 
Uh, like you have to have like 17 different revenues of things within music yeah. to really make a living. Like I can stop doing everything else I'm doing and just mm. solely live off of my music and touring. Um, you have to be set up and understand that background side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, are you are you willing to do that? And and then are you willing to put forth the time, effort, uh, money and actually to, to make that happen? And also on top of it, developing your skill set, like yeah. because you're always you're always developing your skill sets um, as a musician, as anything. But mm. you know, speaking specifically for musicians, um, every time that we I step into the studio, I'm like, okay, I want to do something a little different. I learned this function, mm. or I'm understanding this plugin a little bit more mm. from the last song that I did. I'm gonna apply that in this song, so this saves me time on dealing with this and then from there okay what is the next thing i'm going to learn what am i going to learn out of this mix and that's how i approach every song that i do every song i do is getting gradually better and better and better only way i can do it is to do it mm -hmm. um so that's how i challenge myself like i'm not doing it for anybody else like you know i hear you know your your uh your engineering you're absolutely fantastic and you know my buddy wardell and you know even the group everything everything it's just it's so technically clean and sound that I'm like, that is a standard for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where I'm like, I understand I'm not there yet, but I'm better than I was last time. Mm -hmm. I'm better than 99% of the people that are, you know, doing it. Every day that I do it, I remove myself just a little bit more and I'm just, a you know, a day ahead mm -hmm. of the person that didn't do it. So that's how I really just approach this. Like, I'm going to put my head down mm -hmm. and I'm going to get better at my craft. Yeah. And when I feel comfortable in a spot, then I'm going to look, okay, let me... I look at it like a pie. Okay, this is my songwriting ability. Is my songwriting ability on par with everything else I'm doing right now? Yeah. If it is, I'm good on that. Start kind of breaking down the individual components and taking time on my weakest form to be able to increase the sound of everything. Sure. And and that's a that is a, an approach. Yeah. And like there are some people that don't even have that approach yeah. and they're doing their thing very differently mm -hmm. as well. And it's like, I don't care about the beat. I don't care about the sound. I just want to make sure that my rhymes and lyrics and wordplay is like at its peak. Absolutely. And it's like, if that's who you are as a rapper, like that's awesome. And then, but that's not who I am as a singer songwriter. Yeah. I don't even rap. Yeah. And so like everyone has a thing that they can like hone into mm -hmm. and you can make your music as well-rounded as possible, or you could lean into a thing yeah. or you could, whatever it is. Uh, and then how are you going to spin it? And so the, yeah, the industry isn't real. Everyone <laughs> has paid to get to everybody, where they are. Everybody has um, paid a certain amount of money. And so, once you acknowledge that, then it's like, all right, now how can I play the game? Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, and so like, it, it didn't quite disillusion me sort of seeing the way that this worked as much as it was like, oh, okay, guess I got to learn the game. And and it, I'm just now getting to that point. I'm like, yeah. let me learn the game. Mm -hmm. Let me Let me stop being in my ego and being prideful and let me learn how this game is played mm -hmm. before I want to change it. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's a that's an even scarier part, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But like if you get to the point where you can change the game, the the perspective is so different mm -hmm. that your original goal or purpose or whatever that was is not going to remain the same. We know that Kanye West is not the same person he was <laughs> whenever 
he first started. Absolutely. And like, we know that the same Kanye West that said George Bush doesn't care about black people mm-hmm. is not the same Kanye West that we're looking at now. He's not. And so it's like, He's even not. once you get to the top of the game, yeah. whatever that means, like you're going to be a different person. And yeah. how are you going to deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of pressure. Like you paid for this. This is what you asked mm-hmm. for. Now don't be upset that you have it in that <laughs> sense. I don't know. That's that's crazy. Now don't be upset whenever it breaks you. <laughs> when it breaks you, right? Uh, yeah. And so at the same time, it's like you could look at all that and be like, ooh, this is scary. Maybe mm-hmm. I just want to like be where I'm at. Yeah. Cool. Like be where like, you're there's at. A, there, I, <laughs> there might be levels to this. I'm like, yeah. I want to get to this level right below this X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I just want to sit there, you know, in that comfortable world where I'm not known like that, but I'm comfortable where I'm at. And I have this fan base. I have support that I can just do what I love for a living and mm-hmm. not have to worry about anything else. I really think that's the dream when it comes down to it. Yeah. I just want to be able to do what I love and make a living and support yeah. myself, being able to do this. And still... That is very hard. Yes, <laughs> it is it very is. hard with the rules of the game that we're playing right now. It is very difficult to not just like look at it and despair over just like how fucking broken the system is <laughs> o- outside of just like music, but outside it, of just like everything. everything. Like most people can't pay rent. Most people are living paycheck to paycheck. Most people, all this sort of stuff. Uh, most people don't know how to vote. And whenever they do, like they don't know who to vote for and all that sort of stuff. Like it can be very <laughs> scary and despairing. Uh, but at the same time, we do these little things in our own personal lives yeah. to like help us get through Cope. the next day. Yeah. And it's like, if it just means getting another $20 so you can get high tomorrow, mm-hmm. like, cool. Like, that's like <laughs> you're living. That, that's, uh, if, you're living for something. Yeah, yeah. If, if it means just, like, writing a song for yourself and no one ever hears it and that gets you through, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Man, like, I forget it. I feel like there's times where I put so much pressure on myself that I forget. I'm like, this is what I started doing it for. Just to help me. Therapy. Just being proud of what I've been able to accomplish at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done things, you know, and I've I've worked my ass off and, you know, I've gotten certain places, but I'm like, now I need to do this consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my thing. I'm like, I'm comfortable where I'm at to a point where I just need to be consistent with this, getting out there, you know, signing up for pride festivals and um, just different things, you know, looking for shows to be able to perform at, just getting out there and getting my brand seen. I'm like, that is a step forward Mm -hmm. in the direction that I want to be in. Like, start with those Mm -hmm. steps and realize how many steps you've taken to that point. Yeah. And and over time, as you learn, you'll probably find the like all the mistakes that you didn't mm-hmm. even know that you were making mm-hmm. and be like, wow, like this step that I took that was, maybe I thought was going to help my brand actually ended up hurting me. But now I'm on the other side of that. Exactly. I needed that mistake. Yeah. So to learn to be able that. to learn and, re, you know, adjust and just minor corrections. It's mm-hmm. always about minor corrections um, onto the path that I'm supposed to be on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me. It's it's about just like I'm making my stuff. I'm trying to reach a certain standard that I have right mm-hmm. now. And then what amount of money am I going to have to pay to have that be recognized? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, again, you could just throw your music out into the ether and like it can be very disheartening to like – you know, make a Facebook post or something and be like, I put out a new single 
I hope you listen to it. And it's like, cool. Like 12 people saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. whenever you, you just re you refresh the, the statistics mm-hmm. and you're like, why is it not going up? And it's like, well, there's lots of reasons why it's not going it's up. It's intentionally not yeah. going up for you. <laughs> um, and I think knowing that at a certain point, it's like that's beneficial for us in a mm. sense because we're like, we understand this is a game. This has nothing to do with me as an artist or my talents, my abilities, like you said, what is good. But it has everything to do with what am I willing to pay for this exposure? Mm-hmm. And that's what it really comes down to. So at the end of the day, just really make music for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know, definitely about, you know, manifestation and putting, you know, the intent out there. If you put every song out there like, okay, this one's going to be heard. This is the goal that I want for this one. Like if you have tangible goals that you can set mentally mm-hmm. for yourself, you're going to see that build up over time. Yeah. So and it's easy. Like I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can, you know, this next song get a thousand streams in X amount of time. That's a tangible goal that I can make. Anything above that is just icing on the cake. Yeah. Next song I want to do, you know, okay, 2,500 on this song. Um, and that's the approach I've been taking with my music and it's been working just, you know, being able to promote it on different uh, social brands. I'm slowly starting to see the analytics trend upwards for me. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to understand this a little bit. It's a delicate dance. I'm like, it's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. I'm, like I might go, but I went viral over a Oklahoma driver's post. Like that's the only time I've gone <laughs> viral where my stuff was shared on something. So I'm like, okay, I understand. Every time I post though, I'm getting more engagement. My numbers are climbing, you know, one by one by one every day. But it's getting me to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. That certain level of exposure. Yeah. And I will say that like uh, – not necessarily like to you, but to just kind of this idea of like manifesting your your goals is like sure you can manifest like what the the thing is, but mm-hmm. you also have to like do everything you, have to you put can the steps to like to get there. <laughs> to do it. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, this this song is going to get a thousand streams. But it's now like, cool. I need to boom, boom yeah, put like, the steps in reverse engineer mm-hmm. backwards what needs to happen for that to be able to get to this certain number. Yeah. No, absolutely. There has to be some level of promotion, some marketing. You have to put the bare minimal in there to get something out of it, you mm -hmm. know, and just get better every time you do it. And whatever effort you put in might be different for every different artist. And so, yeah, maybe you're not as good with visuals, but maybe Mm -hmm. you are a really good writer. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you have – a blog or maybe you like just word vomit on your Instagram stories or like whatever it is and people are really drawn to that and yeah. that can be your thing and yeah. you don't necessarily have to be in front of the camera all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so whatever whatever works for you just like you got to you got to find your your gimmick or your shtick yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. It, you could be negative about it or just Embrace be positive it as about it, it. Yeah, and, and it's like that one thing like you said about your personality. I love sharing memes. I'm funny. Yeah. Like, I'm like that. These are things that make me laugh. I'm sharing stuff so we can bond over humor on something. And you mm. bond with me on this one thing in life. You're more open to getting to know me and more about me and supporting things that I do. So, like I said, it's baby steps. Like, you have to reverse engineer this to the point of how do I get to that next step? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, man, thank you so much. I think that's a, <laughs> that's a good man. We 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 went deep on that one so um i appreciate you being on my show bro of um this is santiago go ahead and shout out your socials where people can find you your podcast every plug that you would like to go ahead and throw out there please go ahead and share yes i'm santiago ramones i do music and audio 
I have a website that's kind of where the everything is. So SantiagoRamones.com or I'm at SantiagoRamonesMusic on Instagram. I don't have Twitter. Uh, just, There's so just, many to keep yeah, up with, like I, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I mean, and just live right, right. Life. So <laughs> I, the website is like the, the main thing, mm-hmm. but also uh, I have a podcast called Bit Depth, and we have a Discord community, which I am very happy that it is like flowing and like people are connecting with each other and it's leading to more stuff and uh jazz is over there excited uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw so yeah. uh yeah like if you want to continue to be a part of this kind of conversation you could also join the bit death discord which is uh you can go to santiaromanes.com slash discord uh but i mean there's probably a link in the description of this podcast is probably yeah, our website. Yeah, we're probably going to go ahead and have that yeah, link. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just click on that link and it'll yeah. take you where you need to be. Because every time he says Santiago Ramones, it just like goes in out in one ear and out the other. He's like, how can he say those words so fast? Yeah, that's my name. Sorry. <laughs> so no, we'll definitely go ahead and get those links down there. But um, once again, man, thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you for having me. Um, for sure. And I hope you guys enjoyed your time here. And until the next time, I'm Zan Zan the Artist and uh, we will be talking later all right this episode was brought to you by the possibilities podcast platform